Welcome to me again. Week 27, enjoy what you can. A week where I step into the world of VR, become a zombie, and also have a mental breakdown. And you'll hear all about it on this week's episode of Me Again, a self-help podcast about helping myself. Hey everybody, it's me again, and I, I did have a very good day. Uh, I like the, the way I said that is immediately like, but, but yeah, um, for those of you who listened to last week's episode, or at least heard about last Saturday, you know that I did not have a very good time last Saturday, I ended up feeling pretty crappy, and then got back into the house and had a very lengthy, very crappy anxiety, actually it wasn't even, it was anxiety eventually, but for the most part it was depression, just this very, very dark, dark depression, like beyond the I want to run away depression, this got into full on like it's a it's a, it, it got into depression that says, hey, no matter where you go, you're still going to be there. So, hey, don't worry about running away because it's going to suck no matter what. That's where my depression was at. And it was really bad. Then that turned into anxiety. And then that turned into just a panic attack. And I did not have a good time last night. Then I woke up this morning. I still felt like crap, felt like crap for the majority of the morning. But luckily, uh, Ripley needed to take a nap. And so Emily was like, ah, good. A reason to put Scotty to bed. Take care of the baby. Give her give her the nap that she deserves. So I got to nap with Ripley, and that was very, very good. Uh, but for now, let's get into the four pillars of awesomeness, because other than that, it was just work all day. So number one, what am I grateful for? And it's kind of a dumb thing, but it's something I, I really needed. And it is this one super fluffy blanket we have at our house. And we may have talked about it on the show before, but like, it doesn't matter if it's the day. It doesn't matter if it's night. This is my security blanket. It is so beautifully fluffy, and if I'm, like, anxious or anything, I can just, like, yeah. For those of you who have seen Get Him to the Greek, you will, of course, know the phrase, pet the furry wall. I I pet the furry wall when I get too anxious sometimes, and the furry wall is in the form of that blanket. And so it, it really helped get me through last night. It helped me get through a majority of today because the day did have some very good moments, but it also had some very crappy moments that if it was not for this blanket, if it wasn't having this super soft uh, plush uh, blanket on top of me, I might not have made it. So uh, that's what I'm grateful for today is that blanket. Now, what did I do that is awesome? And it is coming up with the most devilishly ingenious way to win a game of hide-and-seek. Because Emily and CJ were playing hide-and-seek, and CJ is terrible at hiding because CJ is very loud. So he will just jump in the cabinet, and you will hear him just, like, crash around in there. So you're like, oh, I know where he is. So then, eventually, Emily steps up to bat, and Emily has to hide. But Emily is very, very good at hiding. Like, no matter what, like one time she was hiding in CJ's closet and she goes, oh, I was hiding around the corner. Today I went and looked in that closet. There's no around the corner. So unless there's a fake wall or something, I don't know what's going on with her. And so I realized normal tactics, normal hide and seek tactics would not work. I had to go and do some mental warfare. So first thing I did, Emily's favorite band is Daft Punk. So I played Daft Punk as loud as I can, hoping that I would like catch her singing or catch her dancing wherever she was at. That didn't work, although she did immediately catch on because she was wherever she was, she texted me 
I do know where she was, but I'm saving it for the story. Um, she texted me, are you trying to smoke me out? And then once I realized that wasn't working, I went the exact opposite. I'm like, oh, if you don't want to listen to good music, baby shark, do-do-do-do-do-do, baby shark, do-do. Played baby shark as loud as I could in, like, annoying baby music. I played baby shark. I played, there's a song from um, Mickey Mouse Club called The Hot Dog Dance that Ripley loves and we hate. So I played Hot Dog Dance as loud as I could. I played Rebecca Black's Friday. I just kept playing annoying music. And at one point, I gave up looking, and I just sat on the couch. Hopefully, like, I'm going to annoy her to a point where she comes out, but I'm not going to give up the goose. But then she keeps texting me, Hey, do you know where I am? Because I'm just chilling in the bedroom. I'm just, like, chilling on the bed, and I go, No. And then I look over, and in our closet, there's this collection of, like, five shirts hanging up and I just see him rocking back and forth and I went oh okay but I wasn't gonna find her I was gonna force her to come out mental warfare baby so then I kept playing it louder I played uh I wake up a morning and I step outside and I get rid of and I get real high I played that song as loud as I could and sang it and then that's when she finally crawled out like please stop so that was what I did that was awesome, was mental warfare to win a game of hide-and-seek. What did we do that wasn't awesome? And I say we because I am bringing Emily into this. Now, at one point, me and Emily were resting in the bedroom because Emily was... Uh, Emily very much today was aware of the fact that I felt like absolute garbage and was kind of taking care of me, which I was very grateful for. But uh, we were chilling in the bedroom. CJ comes in, then falls off the bed into a pile of blankets we've got because... Emily does not like to sleep with a lot of blankets, but I do. So what happens is at night, I come in, grab the pile of blankets, bring it to my side of the bed, and just bury myself in them because it's the most relaxing way for me to sleep. I love getting buried in blankets and pillows and whatnot. Um, basically building a little baby cocoon for myself. So CJ fell off into the blankets, and then he was messing around. He's like, oh, I got my head stuck. I'm like, what is your head stuck in? Because we're not even looking. He goes, I can't breathe. I'm like, you're talking. You can breathe. And then we go, okay, we'll help. And then we just start piling pillows on him. Piling. And so it was a very fun time. And then CJ started to take action against us and bury us in pillows. And then halfway through, I look at Emily and I go, because he can't see us. We're buried. And I go, don't move. Don't twitch. Don't do anything. But unfortunately, Emily is very bad about giggling. So she starts giggling. But I am the trained thespian I am completely solid no no facial movements no my i was even slowing my breathing and so then cj goes is scotty okay and emily goes nah you killed him he's dead and you know this is where i I, we should have just like messed with him for a little bit then i popped up and screamed now we kept it going a little bit too long to where at one point i did hear him be like my stepdaddy's gone and i went oh damn Well, I'm not gonna, (laughs) because I was like, I'm too far in, we've got to figure out the most obvious out here, we can't just like keep it going, but also, so then CJ goes over and he pries open one of my eyelids to look at my eyes, so I just stay dead-eyed, and then he goes, ah, no, his eyes are open, and I'm like, you open my eyes, and then I scream and zombie at him, and then for the next hour, we proceed to convince CJ that I had become a zombie. And at one point, Emily goes, I've got a cure for zombieism, and brings me the buzz ball. You know, like those little alcoholic things you get at the beach? We got one of those in Atlanta last week, and Emily brought it home. She was like, oh, this will cure him. And as hungover as I was from yesterday, I was like, 
I still have to be a zombie, but I need them to know I'm not drinking that or I will puke. So I just started, I threw the buzz ball, and then eventually we convinced CJ, like, oh, we cured him. It's okay. But for a few moments there, we did make CJ legitimately sad. So that wasn't a good time. Now, finally, how did I help myself today? And it's a way I helped myself, and I helped uh, good Blake Tanner, uh, my co-host on A Load of BS and Everything. You guys know Blake. Well, Blake, like I said last week, drank uh, even more than I did, double what I did, basically. Uh, He emptied the whiskey barrel I got him for Christmas. So Blake was in a very bad way, and I, I was feeling a little bit better, but then as we were getting closer to record time, I went, No, I can't. I can't because what we're recording is going to be the big pay-per-view for one of our shows. And I'm like, I have got to have full energy. I'm not going to bring this doo-doo energy that I got today. So me and Blake decided to take the night off, which makes me very grateful. I got to get home early. And by early, I do mean midnight. But you guys know that's kind of early for me. So that's okay. Got everything edited, recorded my next episode of Deviant, and then got to go home early get some rest, and that's really how I helped myself, because this was a day where I said, I need to sleep. I feel perma-tired, and I don't know what it is. I assume it's because I treat my body like garbage, and my body has no time to recover, and that's probably what it is, and I feel permanently like crap, so I need to start figuring that out. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, I, I knew I had to come home and get some rest. That way I can bring back full Scotty. Because also, I've got that Oculus Quest coming out on. It's Tuesday or Wednesday. Amazon says Wednesday. UPS says Tuesday. I hope it's Tuesday. And I need full energy to just beat Saber the night away. I'm very excited for it. But for now, I'm going to go inside and get some well-earned rest. And I will see you guys tomorrow. Hey, everybody. It's me again. And I had a very... It was a neutral day, but also a good day. It was in between. It was in between those two, and I'd much rather have it be that than the alternative. But, yeah, it was a good day. I got to stay home and spend time with Emily, because now she's working from home alongside the entire universe, which, although I will say, some people aren't, and that sucks, and if you're one of those people, I feel for you. I'm grateful for you doing the things you're doing. If you are like certain companies that I may have previously worked for that are still staying open, hey, maybe work for a different company because that is a not essential place, so that doesn't need to be open right now. Anyways, there's my little mini rant that I'm going on for some reason at 2 in the morning. But uh, yeah, Emily's getting to stay home, and I really, I know it's a rough time for the whole country right now, and I know... A lot of you may be going through rough stuff. Some of you may know someone who has been diagnosed with the coronavirus. But also, there's some really good things happening because of it. Apparently, pollution is down a lot in certain areas. Uh, There are places that always have had mucky water that are seeing clean water for the first time in a long time. And I think that's awesome. And the other day, I was driving around, and I saw people on their front porches playing guitar and, like, having their family run around outside and people coming together, and I like that a lot. So I like that I got to wake up today and spend all day with Emily and us all work together, and it was a really good morning. And I really enjoyed today. So let's just get into the four pillars of awesomeness. And number one, what am I grateful for? Well, today, I am grateful for 
for the fact that I got a call back. A couple of weeks ago, I may have told you guys I auditioned for a role in an audio drama that actually ends up paying, and it pays pretty dang well. Well, I got a callback for that, and I got to do it today, and the callback they gave me was so... Like, as an actor, it was so juicy. It gave me, like, dramatic range, and it showed me, like, places the character might go and uh, little deeper bits into the character's psyche, and it was just so fun to do. Like, they only needed, I think it was two reads, because when you, when you send in an audition, you read it multiple different ways, varying the way you do it, but still trying to keep the same intent and same character. I must have read this like five different times just because it was so fun to go back and forth and do different things with this character. And I'm really, really excited about it. Everyone out there, cross your fingers. Pray that I get this because I really do want to up my up my vo- voice acting game. So I'm super excited about that. Now, what did I do today that is awesome? And it is something I did almost very last minute. It was something that I did right before I got in the car. And it is the fact that I came up with another cool merchandising idea. Because, yeah, on the website we mostly sell shirts and posters and cups. That's basically what we sell. Merch.loadofpurebs.com. Go to the Me Again section. Pick you up some nice stuff. Anyways, I figured out uh, something unique today. Something that I don't think many people do. But it's for Deviant, which actually hasn't had that much merch. I think yesterday was the first piece of merch we ever put up. It kind of looks like an old band tee of a tour, and it's got all the characters' names on it. I might have talked about it on the show, but it's late, and I don't remember anything. Um, When I made that shirt, I ended up making many logos with each of the characters' names. So, like, one of them's inspired by Slayer, one by ACDC, one by Def Leppard. Well, I realized on our website we can sell little mini posters that are in the shape of a square. So basically, I spent a good few hours making fake album covers that I'm going to put on those squares and sell them as albums. So not actual literal albums, but, you know, a fake album cover that you can buy and put on your wall and decorate your wall. So it looks like you've got posters or uh, records, but they're inspired by one of your favorite podcasts. I really like it. I love doing unique merchandising and marketing ideas for my shows. I mean, for a load of BS, I made whiskey, for Christ's sake. Like, I love making unique, different things that help me stand out. And I really like doing this for Deviant because it makes sense. The main character in Deviant, love he's obsessed with, like, 70s and 80s rock. He's a love letter to me when I was in my, like, early teens. Because when I was in my early teens, I was very much that... ACDC, Kiss, Def Leppard kind of kid, and he's my love letter to that, so I thought it would be appropriate to make a bunch of parodies of those old albums that I love and sell them on the website. So that is what I did that is awesome. What did I do that's not awesome? And it's by being very sick. And I here's how I'm saying being sick is something that I did, because I did do it to myself. I'm fairly sure that day of crappiness that I had on Saturday where I, you know didn't take care of myself at all, it's still biting me in the butt. And today it was so bad that I legitimately thought I had the flu or something. Like it was rough. My skin felt almost tingly for lack of a better word. And I felt very, very warm and it was hard for me to move. And I went, oh no, especially right now with the outbreak, I was like, oh no, what? Oh oh no, oh no. So luckily I went and got a thermometer and didn't wasn't running a fever or anything and other than that 
Like, that's the rough thing about living in the country I live in, is the fact that with insurance and all that, I can go to a doctor, but also right now, I don't want to, because I don't want to risk exposure to myself, or just becoming a carrier of something and making things worse, so I kind of have to just chill and grin and bear it, because I don't think I have anything, and I'm not showing enough symptoms, but also... You know, being sick affects your day in really negative ways. And I felt like crap all day. And it led to Scotty being tired a lot. And Scotty not like liking to move a lot. And Scotty refusing to, you know, learn French and do his morning routine a lot. And yeah, I don't like being sick. And I don't... That's the weird thing. I'm so such a little pansy when it comes to doctors, which is the other reason I'm not going to a doctor right now, uh, is the fact that I don't know how to even diagnose or possibly say what I have. Because it's not, I'm coughing a little bit, if that. I'm not sneezing. I don't have, like, any respiratory issues, which is why I'm like, it's probably not flu. It's probably, it's definitely not coronavirus, so I'm good there. But it just feels like something's off, you know? Have you ever felt that? Or you're just like, something's off, and I don't know what it is. But hopefully, it'll just work its way out of my system. Hopefully, it's just leftover hangover bits from that crappy Saturday I had. Now, finally... How did I help myself today? And it was by pushing through. I know it's something that I bring up a lot on this show is the concept of pushing through, but it is something I kind of want to reinforce to you guys that, you know, it, it, it this kind of sucks to say. The older you get, the more crap you have to deal with, and it becomes very, very overwhelming. I used to think that, you know, as you got older, you grew and became stronger, And so the crap became easier to deal with. That's not always the case. Sometimes you do get overwhelmed and sometimes things do pile up too much. And it can feel like a weight weighing you down. But you kind of like the older you get, the more you have to remember just to persevere to push through. And that's what I did today was, yes, I felt like crap, but then I'd hear Ripley crying in the other room. So I would go in there and I'd play with Ripley and I would hang out with Emily and we would interact. And it was just me like saying, I know there's bad stuff going on, but I'm going to enjoy the good stuff while I can. And I feel like that's going to be the key for the next few weeks for the entire world is there's a lot of crap. Right now, we've got to deal with, not just from the virus, but financially, um, mentally. I mean, getting staying cooped up in your own home for too long can make you go crazy. There's a lot of bad crap we got to deal with in the next few months. So you have to put persevere, you have to push through, and you have to enjoy what you can. And that's what I did today, was enjoyed what I can, which was whether that be playing with the baby, whether that be talking to Emily about new VR games, whether that be just refreshing the UPS tracking page and seeing that my Oculus Quest is inside Montgomery, Alabama, which means I'm going to get it tomorrow and I'm so excited about it. No matter what it is, find your joy, find your silver lining, and that's what I had to do a lot today, and that is how I'm helping myself. But for now, I'm going to go inside and get some rest, because clearly, based on these last few minutes, I've reached Ramble Scotty mode, and that's not the best. But I will see you guys tomorrow. Hey everybody, it's me again, and 
the Oculus Quest came in today, so you know that's all you boys gonna be talking about. It's gonna be nothing, but I, this is a strictly Oculus Quest-based program from now on. I'm gonna give you all the great Beat Saber tips and super hot coverage. Oh, baby, I'm so excited. Yes, I played it for like five hours and then three additional hours because I am, a uh, spoiler alert, I'm recording this the next day because we'll get into why I ended up staying up super late, but I did play for like eight straight hours on VR last night. Uh, at one point, I wasn't even doing VR stuff. I was just like on Netflix in VR because the Netflix app on the Oculus Quest puts you in like this super posh fancy alp like the alps like this big uh not a hotel i guess a cabin up in the mountains it's so gorgeous i was just watching john mulaney in the alps <laughs> but for now let's get into the four pillars of awesomeness and number 1 what am i grateful for today surprisingly it's not the Oculus Quest. No, it is instead driving around. Because I reached a moment yesterday, uh, right after I'd got done with like my six hours inside the void, as it were. And uh, I, I got into a little panic attack kind of moment, which we'll talk about later. Uh, spoiler alert, it might be the thing I did that was not awesome. But, uh, yeah, having, like, a little mini panic attack, and so then I just got in the car and drove for probably about a good 30 minutes listening to my brother, my brother, and me, and driving up and down, like, the city where I was born and raised, old Oxford, going up through Anniston, took this long route up. It was probably about a 30-minute drive overall. I actually got to listen to an entire episode of My Brother, My Brother and Me, which was very good. It was a short episode, but even still. Yeah, it, I just there's something about driving alone in my car where it's just me and just music or podcasts or whatever that allows me to focus and it allows me to just be the purest form of me. That's one of the main reasons why I like recording this show while driving is you guys get like the pure, uncut, Scotty experience experience because when I'm like behind a behind a microphone in the studio I'll probably put on airs this is the closest you're gonna get to pure Scotty so yeah I just love driving around I know I've brought it up in the past but I really needed it yesterday it was one of the ways I definitely helped myself uh, was just by driving around and giving myself that time to calm down because when, when I got in the car I was really upset I was a little bit angry um, bunch of different negative emotions coming out at once, and I remember it was some joke that Justin made on Mabim Bam, and all I remember is having that kind of like fury laugh, that kind of fury laugh of like, dang it, no, I'm supposed to be upset. You're not supposed to break through and make me laugh. So it really made me feel better. Now, what did I do? That's awesome. And you guys already know it's the Oculus Quest, baby. You know it's playing Beat Saber and uh, downloading songs for Beat Saber and getting like the the hot new Panic at the Disco jams on there. And uh, spoiler alert for tomorrow, I did download. Um, oh god, what's it called? It, it, it's something that allows you to put custom songs on the Beat Saber. And oh y'all, 
You know I've got the Space Jam theme, and I'm going so hard. I played that. I played Vacation Simulator. That was insanely fun. Like, my parents were kind of thinking I was crazy, because the point of Vacation Simulator is a bunch of stuff you can do in real life. So you can, like, wash your hair, and you can take a bubble bath and stuff like that. And they're just staring, like, why are you doing this in VR? I'm like, because it's just so nice. It's such a nice world, and I like... I'm a big fan of escapism, as I'm sure most addicts are, <laughs> and so it's a very uh, it's a very good form of escape. I will say, like, I also found this app called uh, Trip, and it is actually a meditation app. It takes you through a meditation, but, you know, most meditations will be like, imagine yourself in a plane and you see a light in front of you. It'll actually show you that. It's really, really cool. So I did that. I did super hot. Like, every single game I could get my hands on, I played it. It was so fun. I love VR so much, and the fact that I can do... I'm basically carrying it everywhere with me. Like, I'm going home right now to watch AEW. Don't even care. During commercial breaks, I'm just going to, like, load up Beat Saber and do something. I'm real happy. Now, what did I do that was not awesome? And it was another super hypersensitive Scotty moment because, you know, I've said it, this is not a cheap piece of equipment, the old Oculus Quest is, and I guess when I bought it, I had this I had this idea in my mind of me and my family all hanging around and having a really good time playing like Beat Saber or playing Super Hot and watching each other play it and enjoying it and having a great time and no one cared besides me, and I don't know why I expected them to care. I mean, that, that, that's not that's not how life works. You don't get to control whether or not someone cares about this cool thing. Um, and so no one really cared about it, and no one wanted to truly experience it and get in this thing that I really love. And because of that, I then imprinted that onto myself, I guess is the best way to describe what had happened. Because basically I was like, well, and this is how my mind worked. It was, oh, you don't care about this thing that I love. That must mean you don't care about me. And wow, yeah, that kind of just unlocked uh, a lot of feelings from yesterday. Wow. So that's how I felt. And it sent me down a pretty bad rabbit hole. Uh, That sent me down there and then... Me and Emily got into, like, a pseudo-argument, like, one we have all the time joking, and my mom instantly took M's side, and not for nothing, like, I'm, I'm fine with that if Emily was right, but my mom always takes Emily's sides in arguments, and it messes with me mentally, because I'm like, hey, you know you're my mom, right? Like, you gotta, you gotta agree with me once in a while, or else this isn't, this isn't healthy. So, yeah, there was just a lot of bad mental stress that was going on, all self-imposed yesterday, because, you know, you try to, you try to figure other people out when you never can. You don't know what's going on inside other people's heads, and so... Yeah, it wasn't a good time, and that's why I ended up doing the few things I did to help myself yesterday. Uh, Number one was getting back into Trip and doing a meditation, so I am happy. Like, thanks to Trip and thanks to Beat Saber, I can now at least say I do something athletic and I do something uh, spiritual every day, so that makes me very, very happy. But I did that, but what I also did was drive around and kind of improve my mood, and then I had to go to Walmart to shop, which 
surprisingly wasn't as crazy as I thought it was going to be. For some reason, I thought Walmart was always going to be insane. No, it was actually a pretty light load. And the way I helped myself was by shopping for Emily and shopping for CJ and ignoring myself, which I know sounds counterintuitive, but at the end of the day, it kind of showed me that it showed me that I still love them, I guess. Because when you're in that moment of fury, you're instantly like, I could run away and no one would care. And then, like, that shopping experience helped me realize, like, oh, wait, I, I do really love these. Like, I love her. I love CJ. I love my family. Uh, and shopping for somebody else really helps you realize these things like helping other people makes you feel better than helping yourself because I could have easily walked out of Walmart with like a big bag of cookie dough and milk to dunk it in and I did do that (laughs) but for the most part I was more focused on oh there you've got those uh, mug cakes that you can bake and they've got lemon that's Emily's favorite kind of cake I'm gonna get that or oh they've got super mario gummies CJ would love that and it made me feel better to shop for them, to, to put some love and attention into how I was shopping for them and to show them that I really care because I feel like that is going to improve the relationship more than me whining about them not caring about me. I need to be showing others that I care. I need to be showing others that I am helpful and then I will get that same, I will get, get that back, you know, golden rule, which is what I've been trying to teach CJ. So at the end of the day, wow, (laughs) my lesson's coming to kick me in the ass, but treat others the way you want to be treated. I'm going to treat them like I care, and hopefully I will start to feel like I'm cared for too, but who knows, because my mind is crazy. But for now, I'm going to go inside and screw it, probably get back in the quest and watch some more John Mulaney on Netflix in the Alps, and I will see you guys tomorrow. everybody, it's me again, and I'm exhausted, because I just spent two hours in the Oculus playing Beat Saber, and then this weird, but also amazing Star Wars game that consisted of a whole lot of climbing, which is the weirdest experience to do in VR of all time. I didn't think climbing would seem that weird, but... When you lift your body up and then, like, it still feels like you're off the ground even though you can definitely feel your feet. VR is so weird. Uh, This week is basically going to be VR week, if you guys couldn't tell already. Um, But yeah, woke up, took care of Ripley for the majority of the day, and then that was really about it. CJ came over and then me and him had to talk about a few things because he was extremely hyper and he wanted to play with the Oculus. And I'm like, this is a very... Expensive, expensive piece of equipment. Let me show you first, and then I realized the Chromecast doesn't work. So it was a whole lot of upsetting moments at once today, but it was still a very, very good day because I figured some things out as far as the Oculus is concerned. It ain't just for games, y'all, but we'll talk about it when we get into the four pillars of awesomeness. And number one, what am I grateful for today? Well, today I am grateful for an app for the Oculus Quest called, I believe it is called Trip. I talked about it yesterday, and it is an app that is essentially just like a a guided meditation. And today, like I said, CJ was being very, very hyper, and it was really overwhelming. Like I've said in the past, I've been really sensitive lately. 
I don't know why. I guess it's just because the world around me is going crazy, and I'm, I'm outwardly trying to be like, no, 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 it, it's fine, it's fine, nothing, nothing's bad, it's not insanity at all. Meanwhile, it absolutely is, and I'm having to be kind of like the rudder trying to steer the ship, and that's not always easy. And so, yeah, it was just, I, I looked at Emily and I said, I have to go meditate, and that was a weird feeling being like, because like on the show I talk about it, if you're feeling that kind of way go meditate, go relax, whereas usually I would instead go play on my phone or something well the beauty of the Oculus Quest is that's the Oculus Quest is kind of like my phone, because it's got a bunch of games and it's got a bunch of stuff to distract me but it also has um, it also has trip so when all of this stuff was overwhelming me, I automatically said, I want to go into VR. And so I went to VR and then I did like two quick uh, actual meditation sessions and they were so good. And then I did a, um, I, they've got these weird, they call them like experiences and it's legitimately like just chilling outside of a waterfall in Australia. So I got to do that for a few. So that was Oh, so good. Just chilling out in nature, even though it was inside of a weird helmet thing. But yeah, I'm, and I talked about this on a load of BS this week as well, but I really enjoy the Oculus for the video games, but I enjoy it even more for the stuff that it can do beyond that. Uh, the fact that it was able to relax me and calm me down to a place where I was able to go back in and, you know, I didn't, it's not like I yelled at CJ, but... I was very short, and I couldn't I couldn't explain to him why he couldn't use the helmet. It was just me being like, no, you can't. It's expensive. That's it. I didn't explain further instead, and um, that's why I feel like it helped me because afterwards it calmed me down to a point where I was able to do the thing that I did that was awesome today, and it was actually sit down and talk to CJ about food because... As a kid, no one explained to me what food did. They just kind of were like, this is your food, this is... You know, it's very like that generic food pyramid thing. This is healthy, this unhealthy, and they never explained why. And so today I actually sat CJ down because he came in and goes, Mom, can I have a cookie? It's and It was at 7 o'clock, he goes to bed at 8, and I said, no, you can't. And he goes, what? No! And he started pouting. And so he kept pouting, going around the house, and at first I was, like, going to my instinct, which is just to be like, ugh, can't believe he's pouting, I'm, I'm gonna get on to him for pouting. That's not how that works, and I'm really happy I did that meditation, because it calmed me down long enough for me to look at him and say, do you understand why you can't have a cookie? And he goes, no, and I said, well, what's gonna happen in an hour? I'm going to bed? Exactly. Do you know what a cookie has a lot of? No, sugar. And sugar is going to make you... Because at first he was just like, uh, I can't eat it because it'll make me wild. And I'm like, no, 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 no. A, a cookie gives you sugar, which is energy. You don't need energy before you go to bed. Um, if you would like a snack, you can have fruit or something like that. And he goes, okay. So he eventually gave him an apple, which I know 
no one get at me because I know Apple is basically just sugar too, just fructose versus whatever they put in Walmart cookies. Um, but I was like, it's a step forward. We're moving them towards healthier choices. And my favorite was the button I put on the whole thing because uh, he was then complaining about having to eat fruit. And I'm like, well, sometimes we have to eat stuff to be healthy and we need to enjoy cookies as a, as a treat every once in a while. Um, in fact, it could be worse. Smell what I'm drinking. And I had some kombucha I bought from Walmart because I'd never had it before. Uh, by the way, kombucha girl, like the famous meme, She's right, because that's exactly the same face I made. I was like, oh, this is good. Oh, no, no, it's not. Well, maybe. Um, but, yeah, I let him smell the kombucha, and it looked like I shot him in the head. He was like, oh, my God, what? No, why are you drinking this? I'm like, because it's healthy. It's, it helps out my gut bacteria, and it helps build, you know, basically explained what I know of kombucha, which is not much. And so he goes, okay, then goes in the living room. So that's what I did that was awesome. What did I do that wasn't awesome? And it's kind of already been teased, but it was just letting my sensitivities get to me, you know, just really dig under my skin today. And, you know, I guess that's the point of it being sensitive is that it's easy, it's, you know, the skin is scraped away, it's the nerve endings are exposed, so it's very easy to kind of get me in these moments. But I will say... I did at least talk to Emily about it because at one point she came in and she goes, what's the matter? And I said, I just feel like I'm not a priority. And um, she did at first try to turn it around and be like, well, I don't feel like a priority either. And then that's when I had to be like, look at all the stuff I got from Walmart just for you. She goes, that's for me. And I went, yes, I don't like lemon cake. And then that's when like the light bulb clicked on. And once again, it, that this whole situation is me and Emily being bad at knowing each other's love language because I had spent all day with a mod for Beat Saber downloading Daft Punk songs on so me and her can play that together. I had got a bunch of uh, like the Walmart cookies that Emily loves. I think they're all right. I got those for her. So I'm doing all this stuff for her and then she looks at me and she's like, well, I'm fixing the bed because the bed broke again. She's going, I I'm fixing the bed because it's uncomfortable for you. And I'm like, oh, wow, we are so bad at this. So yeah, I, I guess it's just not knowing Emily's love language is kind of what I did that wasn't awesome. And her not knowing mine and it kind of resulting in that bad experience. And I did kind of take it through the rest of the day, like I kind of held on to that baggage when I really should have let it go. Uh, for instance, even when I got home, I AEW wrestling was on tonight couldn't watch it. I was so depressed. I was so depressed all night until we finally recorded a load of BS and that perked me right up because this week's, if you guys don't mind profanity, this week's a load of BS is basically two men who have gone insane because of how crazy the world is and they're just, just word vomiting at each other. Now, finally, how did I help myself today? And it is the fact that this morning routine that I keep trying to develop and keep coming up with, I think I figured out the way to do it, and it's through VR. Because it's all, like, when I wake up in the morning, I want to read and do all that. That stuff's easy. But I also want to work out, and I also want to meditate. I already talked about, um, I, I forget the name every single time I bring it up, Trip. I talk about Trip for meditation. Turns out Beat Saber can work you out. Beat Saber can absolutely destroy you. Like I said, I did it for about two hours before this. I did it for two hours this morning, maybe a little bit less. 
my arms are exhausted. My legs are dead. And then I looked it up. Apparently, some guy lost like 135 pounds just playing Beat Saber and eating right. And I went, oh, so if I just play this video game a lot, I'll lose weight. Oh, I'd much rather do that than yoga. (laughs) No offense to DDP yoga. I love DDP yoga to death. It's very good. But it's not as good as listening to like my favorite music and then wielding lightsabers. So I think that's what I'm going to start doing is like spend an hour in VR land every morning doing meditation and working out and getting all of that set up. Because I uh, I looked at my Fitbit app for yesterday because yesterday's when I got it. That's right. Uh, I got the got the uh, app pulled up and it'll tell you active minutes, which is it basically through the tracking of the little uh, of my little watch, it'll track your motion and it'll tell you how many active minutes you spent. I believe it was three solid hours yesterday just from playing Beat Saber and doing all of this really fun stuff in the Oculus Quest. So uh, yesterday I wasn't in a good place with my Oculus purchase because, like I said, no one really wanted to enjoy it with me. But now that I'm seeing the health benefits, and I'm not at all advertising this to be a cure-all. I'm not a doctor. Hell, in two weeks, I might not be even touching it anymore. It might be completely out of my life. But for right now, this seems like the most viable option, especially with everyone quarantined, to get me where I need to be. So I'm really excited about it. I really love the quest. And for now, I'm going to go inside and change shirts because, oh my god. God, I'm sweaty. I got, y'all, I got Thriller. I got Thriller for Beat Saber, and oh my God, it's so good. They they literally make you do the Thriller motions with the lightsabers. It's so good. Okay, I'm sorry. I can't keep going on. Can't keep it going on. I'll see you guys tomorrow. Hey, everybody. It's me again, and we might have a record. Uh, it is 4.10 in the morning. It might be the latest I've gone home, at least in a very long time. Because I've been I've been getting better, but tonight I made the mistake of saying, oh, I'll just edit together a little bit of Deviant. I'll get the, uh, the lines uh, put together, so tomorrow all I have to do is work on the music and the, uh, the sound effects. No, because then I was like, well, I'm going to have to add this song, so I might as well put that in. And, oh, well, I need these sound effects, so... Yeah, whole lot of staying up very late, and I'm very exhausted right now, so I'm going to try to make this as quick as possible. So let's get into the four pillars of awesomeness. And number one, what am I grateful for? Well, today I'm grateful for something that's not a part of today. It wasn't a part of today, but it's definitely going to be a part of tomorrow, and it is a warm bath with Epsom salt, because y'all... I don't know if you've ever not moved around a lot and been a very sloth-like person like I have and then randomly just started getting it on Beat Saber for like two hours every day, but your body gets very, very mad at you when you do that. And I've always like suffered pretty badly from DOMS. It's delayed onset muscle soreness, I believe is what that stands for. And basically, anytime I work out, I, it is like I can barely move. One time, I legitimately collapsed walking up the stairs after doing some squats. So, yeah, it's not the best feeling in the entire world, my DOMS. And so, I, uh, so I'm excited for tomorrow because I'm going to definitely take me like a warm bath with Epsom salt. And it's just going to get in the muscles and make me not feel 
like pure death, and I'm very excited to not feel like pure death for once. <laughs> but um, I do like it. Like I've, I think in the past I've brought up muscle soreness is like. I I like it because it lets me know, oh, what I'm doing works. Like, a Beat Saber is actually kind of giving me giving me some life when it comes down to it. And so, uh, yeah, I'm very excited about this bath coming up. Sorry, it's very late. I'm just going to be rambling my ass off. So what did I do today that is awesome? And it is the fact that I, last week I told you guys when we recorded Fight Boys... It was a little bit, not grumpy, and not a grumpy episode per se, but it was us being very depressed about all of our our big trip being canceled and not being able to hang out and WrestleMania kind of going crazy. And so it's not a fun time to talk about wrestling. So tonight when we got on, I looked at Blake and I said, and I even said it on the show, I said, we're going to cover the the news articles we have, and that's it. We're not going to try to stretch it out to be as long as a normal episode of Fight Boys. And I, we even apologize, like, hey, we're sorry. It's just there's not a lot of news right now, so we're going to cover what we cover, and that's it. If the episode's shorter, we apologize. Episode ended up being about normal because instead, now that that weight of, I guess, trying to fill out this episode was lifted, it then became me and Blake BSing back and forth. Uh, it was just me and Blake. Dylan couldn't be there. But it was still a really, really good episode because it was me and Blake kind of making, basically taking a, a load of BS approach to Fight Boys, which is taking a, taking things down a lot more goofy routes versus taking things down the serious route. And I feel like that's what people need right now, especially in the wrestling community, given how dark things have gotten, is just to get a little bit goofy and get a little bit happy. So that's what I did today that is awesome. Now, what did I do that's not awesome? And this is less of a thing I did purposefully and more of a reaction I realized I'm having and it's the fact that VR is kind of starting to mess with me perception-wise. Like, it was, it might have been last night. It was either last night or today. At one point, I reached for the doorknob in real life, my doorknob in real life, and my hand didn't automatically snap to it like it does in VR. And I was like, wait, what's going on? Oh, that's right. This is real life where I actually have to use things. So VR kind of has infected me at points. There was a moment earlier where I I can't remember what I did. There, There was something I did and in VR it would cause my head to like snap to the side or something or move around. Yeah, it didn't do that. And so I was very, it was a very weird moment for me. Just feeling like my perception is all kinds of shot right now. So that's what I did that wasn't awesome. Now, what did I do today to help myself, though? And despite all of that VR comments, I do still really appreciate, like, the workout, and I appreciate the meditation, and I appreciate all of, like, the good feet. Wow, there are, are a lot of policemen out tonight for some reason. Sorry, that was that was a very weird moment. There's like two cops and then one guarding each side, and there's a man on a motorcycle. This is a very bizarre night for me. I should not be up at 4.16 in the morning. I can't deal with all these, these crazy cuckoo kids out here getting pulled over by four separate cops. Anyways, VR, it's made me go crazy a little bit, but I am grateful for getting to work out, and one of the other ways I helped myself was by 
pushing through and actually doing the workout, even though my muscles were very, very sore. Because, like, I'm also very grateful for the fact that I used to work out, so I'm very much aware of when it's muscle soreness or when it's an issue. Because I do feel like there are people who feel like, no matter what, it don't matter if you're in pain or whatever, keep working out, keep pushing at it. That's good advice if you work out a lot and you know the difference, which I luckily do. But if you don't know the difference between, like, normal muscle soreness or a pulled muscle, hey, take a day off. Give yourself a little bit of rest. But for today, I realized, oh, I'm just a little bit sore, but I can still push through. And it ended up making me feel better because all of the movements from doing Beat Saber warmed my muscles up, essentially. Like, where they were very, very tense, it warmed them up. It allowed me to have a little bit more movement and a little bit more grace. And it was just a really, really good time. And, man, I just love that VR helmet so much. I I'm so tired right now. I have not been this exhausted in a very, very long time. So I'm going to go inside and get some rest because I didn't get any sleep last night either. I think I got four hours of sleep last night and then I took like an hour or two hour long nap with Ripley today. And I'm, yeah, I'm just going to go to bed. No, I'll see you guys tomorrow. Hey everybody, it's me again, and uh, we're going to have to combine uh, Friday and Saturday into one day. Uh, In fact, this is Sunday, I'm having to recap the past two days together because, um, well, what had happened was I had a, um, I guess a fairly significant mental breakdown. I didn't want to say, like, uh, intense or anything like that because I didn't, like, end up having to go to the hospital or anything, but... I wasn't able to move, and I was barely able to speak. I'm just now getting to a point where I can talk again. Um, so, you know, that's, as someone who podcasts for a living, it's not fun to not be able to talk. And, um, yeah, I wasn't able to for the past two days. So I wasn't able to do a, a lot, and it didn't feel good. Um, and there was a whole lot of, a lot more crying than I've done uh, recently, so... I, I, and I don't know what it was, and I think that was the worst part, was I kept coming back to, I, I don't know why. I, I didn't know why I, I couldn't move, and I really wanted to get up and help Emily around the house, and, and there was so much that had to be done, and I couldn't do any of it. I was stuck. I, I couldn't I, I couldn't do anything. So uh, that it all started on, I guess, Friday, maybe midday Friday, And it got to a point where, once again, I wasn't able to, um, (sighs) I wasn't able to go to bed until probably four or five in the morning. And then last night, I think I ended up going to bed at about three. So I'm trying to get back to a normal sleep schedule, but I, I, I couldn't. Like, depression had sunk in so much that all I could do was sit on the couch and stare at my phone and not do anything. And then I woke up, ended up waking up late. There were moments where I was afraid to go home. There were moments where I was afraid to drive. There was moments where a bunch of paranoia was setting in that even after the quarantine is over, that all of these things I'm feeling aren't going to go away. When in actuality, I know this has to be a mixture of, A, I can't go anywhere, which isn't good for people with wanderlust like me or people who are very big extroverts like me. So that that wasn't a good feeling. And then also having to cancel all my trips that I had been really excited to go on, that probably didn't help a lot either. Uh, 
So um, that's probably a majority of what it was. And then just small little things here and there kept piling up until it finally took me down. And it took me down bad um, to a point where I said, okay, well, Friday, I, I just won't record Friday night. And then Saturday morning, I'll wake up and I'll record then. And then I wasn't able to record then. And then Saturday night, I said, I'm not going to be able to record tonight either. Um, so... Yeah, it was a weird feeling not doing this show and not doing anything, but I, I feel like I needed to. I feel like it helped in some small way to kind of take that stress off because that was another big, large amount of stuff is, oh, no Deviant's coming up and oh, no Wrestlepalooza for JWF is coming up and there's so many things coming up I have to get done and it just overwhelmed me and I I, I, I couldn't move and uh, combining that with the muscle soreness from playing like VR and Beat Saber a lot really didn't help because then when I did manage to beat the depression and stand up, I still had muscle soreness taking me down. But um, for now, I, th- let's just be honest, that's what I did that wasn't awesome was have a pretty bad breakdown. Uh, so we'll do the other three when we talk about the three pillars of awesomeness. And number one, what am I grateful for? And over the past two days, I think the thing I'm most grateful for is Twitter. Because they, if you follow me on Twitter, you really came out in spades to help, even if you don't realize that you did. At one point, I just said, hey, things are getting pretty rough. Can you please send me gifts and non sequiturs? Because fun fact, non sequiturs are probably the easiest way to make me laugh. Like weird characters in shows who just say weird non sequiturs, those are my favorites. So I asked for that, and then it was like this outpouring of people doing what I said, it's like sending gifts and sending goofy stuff. Like only a few of people actually delved into the hope you feel better, bud. And to them, I'm like, no, 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 you don't understand. I don't need to be reminded that things suck. I already know things suck. I need gifts and I need goofiness. So people came out in spades and they really, really helped me. And it just, it helped me really remain connected in a space where I wasn't able to talk. Like that's the beauty of, that's the beauty of Twitter is it's all text. It's all written, meaning all I had to do was pull up my phone because I was in a place where all I could do was pick up my phone and type. That's all I could really do. And um, Twitter really helped me stay connected. So big big ups to Twitter there. Um, also big ups to Tiger King. <laughs> that's, all I, that's literally all I did Saturday was chill on Twitter and watch all of the Tiger King documentary on Netflix. And it is absolutely buck wild. I recommend you check it out if you're not in a really severe anxious place although to be fair so was I and I still enjoyed it but yeah Tiger King and Twitter those are probably the only thing that got me through this because it's still kind of going a little bit if you couldn't tell it was still it's still kind of affecting me a little bit but um it's not as bad as it was yesterday or the day before uh, I don't think I've cried at weird little small things like I was yesterday. Like, at one point, Emily just looked at me and said, Hey, do you want to help me move the baby's crib to her room? And then I just started crying. Because it was like, because uh, it was a reminder of like, Hey, bud, you can't do this because you can't move. It sucks, doesn't it? And like, that all piled on. And um, 
Well, yeah, that, that led to a good cry sesh there. Um, now, what did I do that was awesome? And I will say, at least I got some work done. I got a bit of Deviant edited. I think I'm going to have to move Deviant back a week, though, which sucks. Um, man, that sucks. I haven't missed a, 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 an episode yet, so that's going to suck to have to move that back a week. Um, but, uh, I had to move Deviant back, but I did get a lot of that edited, I got a lot of other good stuff edited, and most importantly, I finished my, uh, album covers for the Deviant, uh, Deviant merch store. So, I put up three shirts, I think, I got about three shirts on there that look really cool, but then I also made album covers that I talked about on the show, and, uh, I made, uh, one's a parody of American Idiot, one's a parody of Van Halen 2, um, one's an ACDC kind of overall parody. Like, they're really cool, and I really, really love them, and I, I can't wait to put them on the site for you guys to get them to, if you're a Deviant fan, to put up. So, yeah, that's what I did that was awesome, was make those really cool posters. And I also made a really cool advertisement for them. I actually took a picture of, uh, uh, someone's, like, record display, and I superimposed these records on top of it, and it looks really nice. Um, now, what did I do to help myself? And, like I said, um, I feel like the way I helped myself was by not putting the stress on myself to do this, do this show, not record every single night, not analyze my day, because I was really, really afraid at Friday night because I was so depressed and I was in such a dark place. I was afraid to do this show because I couldn't look at the day objectively. And I couldn't, same thing with yesterday, I couldn't look at the day objectively because I had just such this depressive cloud over my head that instead I said, to analyze this day, I am going to have to wait it out and I'm going to have to look forward a little bit and look back on it. And so that's kind of what I had to do was instead of recording on the night of, wait. And it ended up being wait two days to do this show. Just so when I looked back, it wasn't a big, big stream of crap all day. Like, I was able to realize, like, oh, wow, Twitter really was amazing and Twitter helped me a lot. And, oh, wow, I did make those posters for Deviant. But those that cloud in my head was just too powerful on those days to really recognize some of the great stuff I got to do. So I think delaying my daily analysis really helped because it helped me see the day as a whole and not see it from my very subjective, depressed mindset. It helped me be a little bit more objective with it. So that was one thing I, I, I did to help myself. And um, and uh, I also made sure to keep working out. I kept doing Beat Saber and stuff like that. I, I eased off. I eased off because I definitely started to not be able to move my shoulders effectively. So I definitely eased off on Beat Saber and went to do stuff like Super Hot. But still something that got me up and moving a little bit just to kind of pull me out of the funk. That was all I've been doing the past two days is just trying to find a way to pull myself out because I was and still am pretty deep in it and it's not a good feeling and here's hoping next week will be fine. Here's hoping next week will be better because right now it's not good. But yeah, that's uh, that's today and for now I'm going to go on and try to distract myself this Sunday and get to work and I will see you guys next week tomorrow you know so i will say one good thing came out of the mental breakdown and it's the fact that i learned something about myself that i had never really realized and it's the fact that there is a term 
for what I am. Apparently one-fifth of the population has it, but it is, I think, an HSP is what I found. It's a highly sensitive person. Good work, science, on that name, just being like, well, it's a person who's pretty sensitive. What should we call it? They're a highly sensitive person. Awesome, thanks. But it, it did help because it I found something and it was how to be in a relationship or how to be a friend or how to have a family member who is a highly sensitive person. And so now I found those and have like sent them out of like, look, I'm going to be confusing sometimes. And uh, this is why uh, you may think you're doing the right thing and it would still be the wrong thing in my eyes sometimes. And this is why. And uh, like, as I was reading through so much more stuff became clear. It was like, well, if you're a highly sensitive person, you're also more likely to have anxiety or depression or ADHD. And I was like, oh, sick. Okay. Got all of those. <laughs> Check a ruski. And then they're like, also, you can kind of think a little bit deeper than most people do. Like you, if you, uh, I think it was one of the ones about being in a relationship with someone who's an HSP. It was like, be prepared to talk about deep things because HSPs do not like talking about surface level stuff. And I was like, oh, good. (laughs) Okay, good. So I'm not a weirdo for being bad at small talk. That's awesome. (laughs) So yeah, it was kind of fun discovering that little factoid about myself. So uh, any other HSPs, hit me up. Let me know how to be this, because I don't know. I don't know right now. And of course, remember to support the show by donating to the Patreon, patreon.com slash a load of BS. And since we've done uh, six months of this, what I'm going to do for our next episode of Me Also, the Patreon-exclusive sister show to me again, is I'm going to go back and listen to the very first episode and basically read react and see where I was back then and see if I can even relate to that person. See how much I've changed in six months, essentially. So I'm really excited about that. And the only way to get access to it is on Patreon. And you also get shouted out on the show of your choice every single week. We do not have a Patreon saint yet for me again. And you could be it by donating at patreon.com slash a load of BS. And make sure to check out all my other podcasts online at a load of pure BS.com, especially Deviant. It is my baby. It is my brain child. I love it to death, and I talk about it entirely way too much on this show, but you guys need to check out Deviant, and you can find it at www.loadofpurebs.com, and of course, remember to find me on Twitter to give your psychiatric advice, to give your questions, your comments, anything that I could possibly use to get better, on Twitter at ScottyMo, S-C-O-T-T-Y-E-M-O. Every little feedback means the world to me, because... You know, this is my life that I'm kind of putting out there, and it's really nice for people to be like, oh, hey, are you good? (laughs) And I'll be like, I'm getting there, I'm getting there. But until next time, ladies and gentlemen, don't forget to be awesome, and I won't forget to be me again.